Hello, everybody. This is Brian from Pigskins and Tutus Podcast Show. Um, we had an interesting week four of the NFL. I was going to go over some of the games I saw and was able to watch. Uh, I have the NFL Red Zone, and I don't know if you have that or if you know what it's about, but basically it flips in between games when, when teams are just kind of driving down uh, in the red zone to score. And it was flipping back between the Browns and the Raiders game. And that was an interesting game. The Browns end up losing 45-42 to against the Raiders in Oakland. And um, it was a shootout. And the Raiders get their first one of the season. Um, but the Browns the Browns hung in there. And it was a call from the referees that really kind of gave the Raiders a little bit of life. And uh, it was a third and five, third and four, I believe. And if the Browns get this, they hand off the ball if they get the first down. They end the game. Time runs out. It's over. Um, they they seemingly get the first down with that run, and then it's uh, challenged because it's under two minutes in the fourth quarter. It's challenged, and the rule is in a challenge if there's not undisputed evidence to change it. If you can't 100% say oh, okay, we got this call wrong. Let's let's overturn it. Then it goes by the call in the field. Well, they come out and they overturn it. And it was kind of like um, a head scratcher. Like, are you kidding me? So Browns punt the ball. Raiders force overtime. And, and Raiders win in the last second field goal uh, there in overtime. And uh, good win. I mean, it's good for the Raiders. Bad for the Browns. They were trying to get their second win in a row. Um, but you got to keep your heads up, and uh, you play one heck of a game. You were able to score 42 points, and then Baker Mayfield is able to, um, you know, pitch you in position to score points, and that's good. That's good news for the Browns. And there was a play l- late in the fourth quarter where Baker threw up the ball, and um, where the Browns could have gone ahead, but it was picked off. And yeah, he kind of made a risky pass, but the, the the wide receiver wasn't even looking for the ball. He was running Callaway was running down there. He didn't even look for the ball. He was just kind of oh, the guy caught it. He didn't even pay attention. And I was kind of going, what are you doing? You know, you gotta look for the ball. You know, it's gonna be a deep pass. You have to at least try and fight for it. He didn't do any of that. He's he looked like he was the defender on the play. Um, so I don't know if that was uh, Moran Baker or the wide receiver on that one. Um, another interesting game, the Bears, the Bears face the Buccaneers at home and they blow them out 48 to 10. Trubinsky had one heck of a game, 356 yards, four or six touchdowns. Um, I don't know if, if that's the fact that the Buccaneers defense is horrible. Um, but my question is, are the Bears real? And when I when I did my I think my first episode of the podcast show here, I said the Bears are not that good, and that they get Khalil Mack, and yeah, they you know makes their defense automatically better, but they really have question marks in Trubisky, uh, Trubisky there, and 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 you know they just brought in a new wide receiver recruit for him. Um, but they're three and one. They're leading the division right now, and I bet you if I told you that at the beginning of the season that the Bears would be leading leading the division between the Packers and the Vikings, you would probably think I'm crazy, but they are, and I think they are a for real team. And I say that because uh, Trubisky is making uh, smart decisions with the football. 
he is um he's giving he's he looks better this season so far than last season and he's developing um but this defense is why they were top 10 defense last year and adding Khalil Mack he has a sack and a forced fumble in each four games he's just a beast he's that big of a playmaker for the Bears defense and I think they're think they're a legit team now am I saying they're they're going to be maybe they can get a wild card maybe they can uh um, I don't see him winning a division, but I might be putting my foot in my mouth again at the end of the season. I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. I was able to watch the Green Bay game as they faced the Buffalo Bills, and our defense looked awesome. We had seven sacks. Uh, we had two intercept, one or two interceptions. I think we had two two interceptions, and defense played lights out. Um, they really stopped the Bills, and I, you know. I was watching this game and I was pretty even kill because I expected us to win. This is a this is a Bills team that's that's not good, and yeah, they just came off beating Minnesota, but uh, overall the Bills are not a good team, and we still don't know what Josh Allen's going to be. I think he's a guy that can play. I think he's a guy that can. Uh, uh, it's it's athletic uh, talent, and you know hopefully he can develop and they can put pieces around him. But our defense played well. We had seven sacks, like I said. Um, we actually tied fourth in uh, in sacks and, and sixth in overall defense as well. So I'm playing pretty good on that end. I wasn't excited about the offense. I didn't think uh, they played well at all. There was uh, Rogers said there was no rhythm at the end of the game. They interviewed him. He said there was no rhythm at the, at the end of the, at, at the end of the game. He said there was no rhythm. Um, and I agree. They played played horrible. Um, they had a good rushing game going on there with the three running backs. And um, other than that, we, there was a lot of drop passes, a lot of incomplete bombs that Rodgers was throwing. I don't know what was going on. But um, he kind of threw shade at Coach McCarthy at the end of the game and, and um, within saying, that, you know, they asked him, you know, he said there, there was no rhythm and they asked him, how do you change that? And he said it's it's the plans the the plan for the game and the play calling, so it's basically throwing your coach under the under the bus. But hey, I'm all for it. This guy deserves it. This guy is the leader of the team. You paid him the most money in the NFL. He deserves to be able to open his mouth and and have a lot of decision making with his team. Um, LeBron does it in the NBA. Uh, I think Brett Favre called his own shots usually when he was here. I have no problem with Aaron Rodgers calling his own shots. Um, publicly just coming out and saying, hey, look, Coach Stats got to get better. I have no problem with it. I'm not a big fan of Coach McCarthy. Um, I think he's a little bit um, conservative a lot of the times. And um, I just don't I don't think uh, he's a good fit for us. But uh he did help us win the championship, so it's hard to take him away. But I think if he fails to make the playoffs this season uh, with his team, I think uh, we've, we've got to look other way, uh, somewhere else and get a better coach. All right, I also was able to watch the Dallas Cowboys game. And after a week ago, well, not sorry, Saturday, I came out with a whole podcast show on the Cowboys and their problems with Dak Prescott and their problems with play calling and everything. Well... 
Dak Prescott came out and the Cowboys came out and they played pretty well. Elliott was a player of the game. He had uh, 150 yards rushing. He had, I think, 240 total yards in the in the pass game and the running game combined. Dak Prescott came out and threw two, for 255 yards, and they looked good against the Lions. Now, take that as you may. The Lions came in with the worst rushing defense in the league, so you knew Zeke Elliott was going to run all over them. Um, they got the the ball bounced their way a lot this game. Dak Prescott was uh, stripped of the ball. He was able to pick it up. It bounced perfectly. He was able to go back, pick it up, and throw it out of bounds. It's a big play there. Zeke Elliott fumbled the football on the two-yard line or one-yard line. They recovered that football. If they don't recover that football, you're looking at different. If, if Dak Prescott doesn't cover that, cover that uh, football up and, and throw it out of bounds, and if he takes a sack there, that's a big difference in this game. Or if your kicker misses a field goal at the end of the game, um, you lose. So a lot of things went their way. And in the NFL, a lot of things have to go your way in a game to win most of the time. Dak looked good. Uh, Zeke Yelly to beast. We I had no worries about him coming in to the season as long as he's on the field for all 16 games and not suspended or injured. But um, I want to see Dak Prescott do this when Zeke Elliott has a bad game. When they have when he plays a team that has a good rushing defense that's, that slows down Zeke and, and uh, keeps him to under 100 yards rushing. And I want to see Dak be able to beat them there. And he made some good throws downfield. This team looked completely different than they did the, the first three games of the season. Um, I'm still not sold on them. And they're two and two. I think I think they're going to be about eight and eight, mediocre team, at the end of the year here. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, hopefully they can ride off that momentum of this win and continue to go. But they got a tough schedule coming up, I believe. So, also said last week, um, in my game of the week was going to be the Bengals versus the Falcons, and I, I said I think the Falcons was going to win, and I got to pit, pit, quit. Quit pitting my trust in them. They're one and three. This team should not be one and three. Um, their defense is horrible. Uh, I think they have a lot of injuries on the defensive side. And I said, hey, if the Bengals can come in here and win against the Falcons, then I will put them down as a legitimate team. And they did. They played a good game. Andy Dalton looked good. AJ Green there with a the, with the, uh, touchdown uh, catch at the end of the game to win it. They looked really good. Um, on the road, it, it was a good, it was an impressive win for them, and this defense is good as well. I think the defense has always been pretty decent for the Bengals. It's just that offensive production has been lacking the last or it's so inconsistent the last couple of years. But they look good. I, I I I you know they might win the division. It's between them and the and the Ravens, unless the Steelers can get it going. But the Steelers have been a big disappointment this season. A lot of drama. <clears throat> so. That was my kind of interesting games. I, I picked the Denver Broncos to beat the Chiefs, and they should have done it. Uh, they were able to kind of slow down um, Patrick Mahomes a little bit, and uh, but there's you know a couple plays, uh, second and thirty, they were able to get that. Uh, the refs ended up missing a, a big penalty when the the play clock expired. They didn't call the delay a game, um, and, and th- those might happen. But the, you know usually refs don't come out and say it. Refs came out and said, hey, look, we missed a call. 
Um, you have Casey Keenan missing a uh, Demarius Thomas down the sideline, overthrowing by four or five yards. And uh, that was a game-winning touchdown right there. So a couple things that you know didn't go in the Denver Broncos' favor, and they ended up losing that game. And um, you know, but uh, the defense looked pretty good and was able to hold this team to only 27 points. They've been scoring more than that, usually around 30 or so. But um, I'm still a buy-in on Denver as my sleeper team. So hopefully they can turn this around and continue to, to um, play good football. Saturday night, I was able to watch the Penn State and Ohio State game. I, you know, I, I kind of left you guys the score at halftime, and after I finished that podcast, I, I finished and I went and watched it. And it was an entertaining game. It was a great game. I think the best game Saturday night to watch, <clears throat> or basically all of all of college football that night. Penn State had a lead going going in to the fourth quarter. Um, Penn State looked like they were going to win it. McSorley, what a what a player he is. He had 286 yards passing, two hit touchdowns, and he carried the ball 25 times for another 175 yards. And I'm like, man, this guy is this guy is good. Um, he played he played with all his heart on the field. They end up losing though, and Ohio State wins 27-26. At the end, McSorley is trying to come down and get a field goal for his team. It's fourth and five, and. Uh, um, Penn, uh, Ohio State's trying to end the game. They stop him here. Game is over. Penn State calls a timeout. Ohio State calls a timeout, and we finally get the play. The play, and they hand the ball off on fourth and five. They hand the ball off. It looked like Ohio State knew exactly what they were doing, and they they tackled the guy before he got one yard. It was a boneheaded play call. That it was, it was ridiculous. I'm like all these timeouts. And this is what you come up with. It's fourth and five, and your your best rusher on the field is your quarterback. Killed it all night long, and he, first of all, he's not even the one running the ball. If you can run the ball in that situation, which I think you got to throw it, and um, you got to have your best player running the ball. Well, that was your quarterback tonight, and and uh, I don't even I don't even you don't run the ball in that situation, in my opinion. But he, the coach is getting killed on social media, on Twitter for that, but got to be scratching your head. But Ohio State came out, and they, they played uh, with confidence, and they were able to fight fight their way back and win by one point. It's a good game. Clemson and Syracuse, um, close game there, 27-23. Clemson gets the victory. Uh, a little quarterback drama there. Their, their, their starter um, got got benched. They, the, the coach came out and decided they he wanted to come out and start the backup quarterback, so they're – Original starter is actually transferring to a different school. Well, the the, the backup quarterback is now a starter. Takes a big hit. Uh, he's, I, they have, turns out they thought it was a concussion. It turns out to be a big a strained neck. The third string quarterback comes in and is able to get the victory. But Syracuse almost pulled the upset. And then BYU gets dominated by number ten Washington. It wasn't even close. They get killed 35 to 10, and, and it wasn't even as close as the final score says that was, which isn't very close if that tells you anything. But BYU was not competitive at all, so I was hoping for some for some luck. I didn't expect us to win. I didn't expect us to be in the top 25 either. But um, so BYU BYU got dominated all night long. 
on both sides of the football. This week for the NCAA, we got uh, the Red Red River shootout, Oklahoma versus Texas, number seven. Oklahoma comes in, number 14, Texas, and Oklahoma should dominate this game. But, you know, the teams that should dominate this game and uh, usually higher in the standards, it's usually a hard-fought game, and it's probably going to come down to seven points. And it wouldn't surprise me if it did. Um, but, I, you know, Oklahoma should dominate. And uh, then we got the other the other game we got going on is um, one of the other ones is uh, LSU, which is number five versus twenty two Florida, which Florida will come in and want to pull the upset. So we'll see if they can do that. That was really the only two games that I was able to find where a top twenty five team is playing playing another top twenty five team. All right, we also have baseball. We finally got the baseball settled down here with the brackets of the playoffs. And in the in the uh <coughs> excuse me. In the AL you got uh, Houston versus the Indians, and then you got Boston versus either the Yankees or the Athletics. They play a one game series. Um a one game playoff to go on to face the winner will face Boston. And then you got Dodgers in the NL versus the Brewers, uh, or sorry, versus the Braves, actually. And the Brewers will play the Cubs, the Rockies, and the Cubs and the Rockies actually play that one game tonight. So the winner of that will go on and face the Brewers, uh, which the Brewers just beat the Cubs in a one-game um, a one game win for the division. And it was actually game number 163 because they both tied they tied and 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 then so did, um, so did uh, the who was it? Oh, I forgot. There's there was two teams that actually did it, or four teams actually. It was the first time in history of baseball that that happened, where they finished the same record and they had to face two teams that had to play a 163 game there. Um, the Rockies have on the mound, mound tonight, Kyle Friedland. He has 17 and 17, or 17 or seven in the regular season. He had an ERA of 285. And the Cubs throw John Lester out there, who went 18 and 6 with an ERA of 3.32. Um, looks to be an interesting series. I think the Cubs go on and win this game. Um, if I'm going to pull out an early favorite, um, I'm going to go. Let's see. I'm going to go with a Cubs versus Boston World Series. So we'll see if that happens. I think the Yankees will beat the Athletics, and the Yankees are a scary team to play. They play Boston. Houston plays the Indians. I got Houston beating the Indians. I got Boston beating the Yankees, and then I got Boston beating beating Houston, and then I got the Dodgers beating the Braves. I got the Cubs beating the Brewers, and the Cubs will take out the Dodgers to go on a face. Those are my predictions for the World Series. We'll see if those come true. Um, NBA preseason bas- basketball got started the other night. And um, I am a Laker fan, so I'm interested to see how LeBron James does with his team. And he's going to bring more some more excitement in uh, for us Laker fans. And, um, you know, I do have an issue with, you know, ultimately, if you're a Laker fan, you want us to win. And some people have an issue with Kobe Bryant or with LeBron James coming in to kind of fill in Kobe Bryant's shoes. And a lot of people have an issue with that. They don't want it. They don't like it. 
And I get it. Loyalty to Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was an amazing all-star player for us. Hall of Famer, legend, whatever word you want to use to describe him. But LeBron James is too. And I wasn't a big LeBron James fan for the longest time. The last couple of years, I've stopped hating on him. He seems to be an actual pretty good guy. He is um, one of the best basketball players in the NBA today, if not the best. And if he comes in and helps us win, I'm all for it. And that's what this Lakers... Um, Lakers are known for winning, and we haven't won in a while. So bring LeBron James in, bring a couple players in next season in the, in, the, in the free agency, and help us build a team to go beat Golden State and then go on to win the championship. And that won't be this year. We will we will make the playoffs, though. Some people think we won't, but uh, LeBron James will get us to the playoffs. He got teams to, to the playoffs. He got teams to the championships that were worse than the Lakers are now. Um, so it's, uh, some people, I'm like, how, how do you not think he makes the playoffs? He's going to make the playoffs. He's going to push his team, um, to the next level. Uh, now we're not going to beat Golden State in a seven game series. And, um, but I, but you've got to figure if, if he can get, if he can get a team up in the next couple of years and beat Golden State to go to the championship, who's beating them? They literally just beat the best team in the league. Um, you know, you got Boston, which I think is the the favorites in the East, and uh, Philadelphia is a good team, and the Raptors are a good team, and so we'll see. But I think Boston's you're probably your favorite to go to the championship, and I, I I like I like the young core they got there. I like the team they have. Um, they look pretty good, so. Um, all right, going on to the little bit of the two-two side of of these podcasts, and I know I haven't really been talking much about the family, uh, but not much has been going on. I guess um, our favorite our shows just hit; they just came on all back in at once. We we like to watch the nine one one show, Rescue nine one one, the Good Doctor, and the Resident are all on at the same time. We also watch the Voice, and I'll, I like the Voice. Um, I think it's a funny, entertaining show, and you got a lot of good singers on there. And we also like America's Got Talent. I don't know when that. I think it comes on this month or maybe next month. And uh, we're just really looking forward to the Halloween season. It's one of my favorite times of the year because it starts getting into the fall and maybe some cooler weather if we're lucky. And you got a lot of all your sports are going on, and uh, good TV shows and Stranger Things will hit up. I think this month. As well, so it's a really good show. Um, so that's basically it. We've been watching those television shows, and uh, we're gonna have uh, a date night this week to go see Venom this weekend night on Saturday. Um, so I'm pretty sure my podcast on Saturday will have a little bit of a, a little bit of a review on Venom and how that went. Uh, my brother just got a PlayStation Four. I've been telling him he needs to get one. He finally got one. He was able to play the new Spider-Man game. It is really, really well, really, really good. As well, that game is pretty cool, man. You got you're playing as Spider-Man. It's open world. You're flying through the city. You know you got missions. You got crimes. You you're just flying through the, through and just um, able to have a really cool experience with that game. You're fighting 
bosses and bad guys and the Green Lantern, or not Green Lantern, the Green Goblin and and all sorts of things. So it's a pretty good, interesting game that I wanted to play. Uh, me and the wife are waiting for the big game that hit this week or, the, or this month. At the end of the month, Red Dead Redemption 2 coming out. Um, if you haven't played the first or the Red Dead Redemption, um, I recommend you go find it, go buy it, play it. It's a great game. This one's going to be even better. We're really looking forward to that. We I like the open world games. So does my wife. It's open world. Kind of do whatever you want. Your decisions make whatever you do in the game changes other things in the game. Your decisions, you can be good, you can be bad. It's just open world. Um, you can go hunt animals. You can be killed by animals. It's just a really... Um, it's a really good game that's got great graphics that allows you to do a lot of different things and it's very entertaining and it's a game that will keep you entertained for a long time. Go check that out. If you haven't looked at it, looked at Red Dead Redemption 2. There's a bunch of trailers out for it and the, the gameplay and the graphics are insanely good. That's coming out this month. Um, after football season, I'm going to try and get a couple people on here, um, do a couple phone interviews hopefully. My good buddy Jeff Campanozzi is actually going to school to design video games and he is my go-to video game expert and um, we played the Call of Duty be Call of Duty beta uh, a couple weekends ago <clears throat> that that come it comes out it's already out or it comes out this month as well and the beta was awesome it was a uh, battle royale uh, which they're throwing in all the games now which that's but that's the best mode it's uh, the battle royale mode, for those that you don't know, is they put people on on an island, a little you know, a map. Pretty you know, this one is pretty good size. It's kind of like Fortnite. Fortnite is the battle royale mode, and you can play singles, um, triples, or 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 groups of five. And you basically get in the map, go in there, and you start off with nothing. You go, you got to find guns, and you got to be the the last one or the last team standing. It's a really good fun. Um, game mode and it's it's awesome it was the most realistic one i've played yet we played h1z1 was were pretty decent I do, i'm not a big fan of fortnite it's a little cartoonish um for me so we, we we played that beta and it was really good it had uh you can get in a bunch of cars you can get in helicopters and it, they took a they took a bunch of different things for the other call of duty maps and games and they they plugged it in the map you got nuketown and all sorts of stuff in this game the beta was awesome so I'm going to have to buy that game so I can play that online. Uh, really realistic, and the, the guns were great. Um, that That's kind of my my negativity about the H1Z1 game. Uh, it's kind of the same thing. Um, graphics are a lot a lot less, though, and uh, the gun selection kind of stinks. But this game had a lot of gun selection. Um, we played that. It was, it was really good. So that's what I'm hoping to get after football season. And... Uh, so that's about it. That's all I can think of right now. Um, looking forward to this Saturday night going on a date with my wife. Uh, my wife or my mom is going to watch the girls, and we're going to go out, enjoy some time together, enjoy a, a, a movie, and uh, hopefully have a little review on the Venom movie. Won't spoil anything for you, but I will tell you what I thought of the movie, and it looks really good. Um, I can't wait to see it. So. All right, guys. Well, I'm gonna go on, go sign off here and get the kids ready for bed, uh, just a little bit, and then um, I will 
see you again on Saturday night. Please share this, whoever's listening out there. Share it to whoever you want. All right, guys. That is about it. Take care.